a journey through deep space, trapped in a war. Two pirates fight the good fight, armed with only six strings and some pretty bitchin' beards. It's time for your weekly dose of pirate madness. Now listening to the Guitar Pirates Podcast. What's up, everyone? And welcome to my late button pushing heaven ass. And Jim's wonderful looking face. Guys, this is the Guitar Parts Podcast, episode 97. Here from the foothills of the Ozark Mountains, I'm your host, Josh Jones. I'm your co-host, Jim Steger. Guys, what is up, everybody? Hope you guys are having a wonderful week. Another beautiful Wednesday here in the foothills of the Ozark Mountains. Wherever you guys are, I hope you guys are doing well. Staying out of the weather or in the weather or in the sunshine. Whatever you guys are loving to do. We're here for you with another bag of the goodness. Jumping straight in a dirty laundry. Before we do that, Jim, how's things going? Good. Good. Good, good, good. Did a hell of a trade. Did Yes, we will definitely. We will go over that I'm in sh- metal. Yeah, I was going to say, we were probably <laughs> definitely getting into that yeah. later in the show. Hell of a trade. Hell of a week, especially if you're into college basketball. It's about to get dirty. Dirty. It's about to get dirty. Big time. Big time dirty. So if you're into college basketball, hit us up. Let us know who you're picking in March Madness. The only besides basketball, March Madness, I always kind of remember those like pizza deals. Oh yeah, pizza yeah. deals back in the day with March Madness. Ugh, man, the food and food and sports used to go hand to hand like crazy. It still does, but not as much. Not as much for sure, guys. Still transitioning into dirty laundry. Talked about this a few episodes ago, but it's finally happened. He is not Brian May anymore. You shall appoint him and know him as Sir Brian May. Yes. The knighthood happened on March 14th. Guys, I think it's, what is it? Uh, King Charles. Literally. Tar.com, you can see him with the dang sword over his shoulder. Insane. Sir in McAllen, Sir Paul McCartney, Sir Elton John, Sir, Sir Brian, Brian May. It's insane. But it did. It finally happened. Hey, and, and for anybody out there who doesn't know, if you know you could never be a sir, if you go to, uh, there's a, in Scotland, you can go buy that, like, plot of land. It's like oh, yeah. 10 by I don't know, it's like a foot of plot That's of land, true. and you can officially be called a lord. That's true. Yeah. If you don't think that I wouldn't get a title belt that said <laughs> lord on it, you, you're wrong. <laughs> oh, man. No, but even though last week Women International Women's Day, shout out to all the women. Shout out to Sapphire Franklin from our guitar giveaway from last year. Hope that guitar's treating you well. You know, shout out to all the women just carrying it. 
carrying on. Speaking of women, we'll get into it later, but Lori Basilio, she's got an HSS pickup set coming out for her Telecaster. And I am not going to lie. We'll talk about it later. But Lori Basilio's Tele, I kind of want it. And it's an Ibanez. Oh, wow. That is kind of cool. It's kind of different. But still one and the same. I don't know. I don't know. Still cool. Shout out to the women, Shout man. Shout out to the women, yo. Me, me and Josh had a lengthy conversation yesterday because people were dogging on Orianthi straightly because she was a woman. Yeah. Because of her PRS. Because of her getting a PRS that's $11,000. Worth more than my my whole guitar collection. But it, it, it's still like, dudes, stop hating on women yes, just yes. because she's a woman. She will, what, what did I say yesterday? So like you couldn't hold her tampon, dude. Yeah, exactly. You couldn't hold her she tampon. Would, she will smoke all of you. All like 50 comments I read that were just dogging on Orianthi, like, stop. She's a beast. Yeah. We label her. Is this maybe a she beast? <laughs> a sheast? <laughs> a sheast. <laughs> oh, man. But, dude, no, shout out to Rathy. And, and honestly, if people want to get mad, what people really are up in arms about is that she's going to have an SE come out. Good. That's what I, I mean. PRS is finally doing it with all their major artists and having the SEs come out. And I think that'll be the next one. And we talked about... We've we've talked about this before. It's like that'd be cool if that guitar because we both want a purple guitar, both of us. Yeah, and it's just we haven't found. Miss Basilio's Telly's purple and it's pretty sweet. Well, there you go. There's some others. There's some other stuff too. It's like I love you, Prince, but man, I could not have a cloud guitar. To I play. don't know if I could play that stuff. But to have it up or on the, the wall, big sign guitar, the you know, yeah. the, the, I couldn't do that, dude. I could have it up on the wall. Yeah. If it was like a cheap replica? I could probably play the cloud guitar, but it would be for like people nostalgia. Yeah. I'm not going to sit down and play like, <laughs> I'm not going to sit down and practice with the cloud guitar. I, cu- <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't imagine how that even feels to play. Oh, man. Guys, we're going to kind of combine Dirty Laundry and Strapped because I've got an interesting story to talk about. Anything in dirty laundry we need to cover before we move on, Jim? It's not dirty laundry. I don't know if you have this in your news, but it's just a mention. It needs to be said. 47 years ago today, Kiss recorded Destroyer. Dude. 47 I imagine years. Tommy and, and the boys at Heels and Quads are going to do something with that. Oh, yeah, they would have to. I would. I mean, it's served up on a tee. Dude, it's a silver platter, buddy. It's a serve. It's like a silver. Pl- I mean, <laughs> but shout out to geez. Kiss, man. Yeah, the the most the scariest band in the seven. You know, in the early seventies, the, the most lengthiest farewell tour you'll ever see in your life since twenty two thousand five. Psycho Circus. Oh, that's the a good farewell song, tour. That's, it probably since ninety seven. I'm kidding. Guys. There, there is no kidding. You were. I won't call them Italians. I promise. Yeah, we. You learned this. I heard about that for months. I apologized for months. Anyway, strapped. Franklin strapped. Strapped y'all. Head over to franklinstraps.com. 
Pick up your new guitar strap today. Tell them the Pirates sent you. Follow Charlton Moore on Instagram. Follow Tonal Music on Instagram. And check out Franklin Straps as well. If you guys check out last episode, we went through Tonal Music Inc. And they have some new products on the line up on the website. So check them out. He's got new stuff coming all the time. Franklin Straps strapped. Guys, I I told Jim about this yesterday. And it was Jim kind of. We had our moment. We we held hands and cried and then got back to got back to it. Um we got invited to Nam. We got invited to Nam by Mr. Charlton Moore. But it's really hard to come up with flights and lodging for us, you know, in about a month's advance. I've got work I've got to take care of as far as coverage and just, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, I'd sleep in a cardboard box. I wouldn't care, but it's, it's no, the getting there. Yeah, it's and, the and getting there. Everything around it. Getting back, having food, all of that stuff. We did get invited. I told Jim. I was like, man, I had to decline. And Jim, oh, you know, understood. I, I, of course. But it's still, it sucks. It's like if you decline for next year, I'd probably smack you in the head. <laughs> I said, I, I said maybe we can try this next year. Nothing was said, yes or no. So I imagine if things are going the same, it'd probably be okay. But it still made, made, made us both feel It, it was feel good. really cool to have the invite. It might have to be some sort of cross-country road trip or a flight. I don't know. Especially if we're going with recording gear. Oh yeah, I don't know. I like I like Denver too, so I might have to go the long way and go to Denver. Regardless, we got invited to Nam. It happened. Almost two years in, we got invited, and we've we've talked about it for we've talked about it for quite a while. For quite a while. So that's strapped. <laughs> Head over to Flying Straps. And if you're in the area, go to any area of Anaheim, California, go to Nam for us and just enjoy it. Yep. I And that's where I don't know, we were talking about this, I don't know where the passes would have been at. I don't know if they would have been, I think they would have been Franklin straps, like passes. Not just like normal, like, oh, I'm here to walk in through Nam kind yeah. of thing. Like, I'm not for sure. But that would have been something. Yeah, we we we'd have been rubbing elbows and what I what with I was, everybody. What I was thinking, Charlton's like, yeah, here you go, here's your passes, and you're like, oh, we're gonna go check this out. He's like, nope, um, I need you to unload the truck. <laughs> I need you, to, uh, you need you to get your asses to work. <laughs> get your ass, that's what you're here for. Uh, you do you you do not get to see. What you think? You don't get, be this isn't what you boys think. This isn't a fluff time here, boys. And boy, would I have? I would still be like, yeah. What do I got to do? Yes, sir. But tell me where to go. I don't know if it would have been like that. But I, I was just thinking, if it was, I still it would not have any core. I would not be upset. But bit. I was. It was really cool to get that. So Charlton, thank you if you're ever listening. It really does mean a lot. And I'm hoping that maybe we can oblige this next year. Or even if we can just find some sort of something in Nashville. 
Well, I was looking yesterday. There's only worse. Worse comes to worse. I was looking at uh, Nashville. You know, concerts for this year. There's only one thousand seven hundred and thirty-eight concerts yeah, in Nashville. There's only there's only a shit ton. Can I repeat this again? One thousand <laughs> seven hundred and thirty-eight concerts. Are you and freaking kidding me? Probably more getting added every day. That's from May first till January thirty-first or December thirty-first. There's probably more <laughs> getting added every day. Holy. Crap. There's got to be something. But anyway, check that out. You know, check out our past interview on around Labor Day in the timeline uh, with Charlton about Franklin. We talk all the fun stuff and what it's like to run a strap company and what it's like to learn from one of the best in the business. Greg Bennett, rest in peace. Um, other than that, any more to say about strapped? Man. If you go to NAM, have fun. Yep. And once again, thank you for inviting us, Charlton. Appreciate it. That's a yeah, a hell of an invite. So, but, don't, I'm sorry. I was gonna no, say go it's ahead. like don't 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 think that for a second. You better send us something. <laughs> <laughs> send send us pictures. Yeah, I imagine I can get something out of them. And at least don't be nice about it. Rub it in. Yeah. Because that's what we do to you, buddy. <laughs> Rub Dude, that crap I've just in. always heard that the Fender booth was really crazy. You know, they always had some, it was almost like a museum. And then the guitars. Yeah. I don't know if they're still doing it that big, but from all the videos and stuff I've seen, it always seemed like a museum. And here's, here's something for, you know, for Dirty Laundry, we'll have to keep an eye on. And for, this, this could be for Strap too, because they've been in Strapped Heaven. Is Dean show up? Do they even show That'll up? That'll be an interesting... Because they were not there last year. Probably not this year then either. Or they had like... They didn't have that extravagant booth like they always had. Because Dime was their draw. Yeah. And it's... it's. Does Dime guitars get unveiled at NAMM? <laughs> Give it a few weeks and see. I would think it'd be pay attention to social media. Because yep. that's what's going to happen. You know, you have to tease it a little bit. Tickle. Give a little tickle. Slap and, t- slap and pickle. That's right. But guys, moving down the line, welcome to news. Not jumping on IG Live today because, well, frankly, I'm just not getting up and doing it at the moment. But I do want to talk about the Dose Fuzz. It is a finally available. 314.23 as of yesterday at noon you can get the Chris Robertson Dose Fuzz head over to analogpedals.com it's $200 there's a limited edition of a certain amount that are signed there's a fuzz face side a one trick pony side external power only there's no 9 volt battery involved in this so it's a pedal board friendly pedal check it out analogpedals.com they have officially hit the market as of yesterday the Chris Robertson Dose Fuzz congratulations and as an early early adopter of this pedal this is very good yep it's got a lot of balls it's got it's super fun um if you buy one do what Chris does on the uh on the um one trick pony side and turn your tone down 
or do what I do is turn your tone down a couple notches and then turn your volume down halfway. And it's like you're almost like playing out an old record player. It's weird. It's cool, though. It's different. It doesn't like low tunings as much? No, I don't blame Yeah. Fuzz pedals don't want to like low tunings. It's like some do because that's what, you know, Slipknot plays out a lot of fuzzes, but... Most yeah. traditional fuzz faces like a fuzz face yeah. or like the like they, they don't want to. And not, I think that's an octave fuzz too. So yeah, that's another probably already, another reason it's trying to octave the octave. Well, I, I keep trying to play it with a B guitar, and it it's there. It's just <laughs> it's so so much going on. Yeah, <laughs> that standard and half step is perfect. But regardless, congratulations to these two, Chris Robertson and Jeff Bolin, and Analog Pedals, because, I mean, it's a hell of a release. Hell of a time to be alive. You guys can get these sweet boutique pedals handmade here, right here in America at analogpedals.com. Tell them the Pirates sent you. They sponsor gases. Jeff's been on the show. He's helped us. Get, he's gave us pedals. He's helped us out with different interviews. This... This dude is awesome. We need him back. Jeff, if you're listening, we love you. Go spend some money on his site. Tell him the pirate sent you. Moving on. Metallica. Acquire vinyl pressing plant. Furnace record pressing. Quote, their indie spirit, the passion they have for the craft, culturally, or kindred souls. Head of the studio, um, upcoming album, 11th studio album, 72 seasons, Metallica acquired a major, majority interest in furnished record pressing, a leading provider in high-quality vinyl records and related services. Lars, we couldn't be more happy to take our partnership with Furnace and Eric and Marcus specifically to the next level. Their indie spirit, the passion they have for their craft, blah, blah, blah. We've heard this. Furnace has been great to Metallica, more importantly to our fans. The deepened relationship between Metallica and Furnace ensures that fans of vinyl everywhere, particularly our fifth members, will have continued access to high-quality records in the future. Hopefully it doesn't hold up everything. I think I heard like Adele's 30 or whatever, 30 whatever held up like the majority of like all vinyl records worldwide. Chase. Yeah, and then now they're found in Goodwill. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, because like vinyl's making a comeback. Hell, Walmart has a section of vinyl. You know something's up. There's there's a lot of. I want to find some get get into the vintage metal vinyl market. Vintage metal, vintage jazz, James Brown stuff, oh. and you know stuff like that. Old funk and soul. Dude, shout out to James Brown's band, dude. I mean, just any of that whole swat of stuff. I'd love all of it, man. If, if, no pun intended, but James Brown's music is just dick swinging music, man. You feel like a million bucks when that stuff is on, dude. Yeah, if you don't feel like a a dancing fool when you, dude. You have no soul. You have no soul at all. Anyway, I know this guy has, so Epiphone joins forces with country superstar Chris Stapleton for new U.S.-made signature Frontier Acoustic. Although I'm not big on the acoustic stuff, congratulations. Hell of a buy. I mean, American-made Epiphone stuff. 
Dual pick guard, easy to play lefty or righty. With that dual pick guard, they wouldn't even have to make a left-handed version. No. The way it looks, it's so symmetrical. Just swap your strings and well, you'd have to have a different nut. Other than that, dude. Ready to roll? Ready to roll. Limited run of 300 guitars made in Bozeman, Montana. Sporting 20 Legend Large frets with Mother of Pearl slotted inlays. I wonder what Legend Large means. Right. Does it have a price? Getting down there. Five grand. Ugh. And it'll be sold out. It's American. Has a case. I mean, it's not mass produced. 300 of them. I mean, hell of a buy. So, I don't know. I just can't. I'm just not an acoustic fan. I don't know what will make me an acoustic fan. I learned on them. They're super fun, but I just, I don't know. Same here. I get them. The acoustic electric stuff is awesome, especially when you drop, drop yeah. tune them. Yeah. So I will do that, but maybe it's the acoustic sonic, man. I'm not sure what it is about the acoustic guitars that I just can't get with. Every seems like every time I get one, I get rid of it. Oh, same. Every time I get one, I'll play it for like a month, couple months. It'll sit around. About a year later, I'm like, heck, I need some cash. That's gone. Because I enjoy playing them. It, it, it's, like, it's like the acoustic. It's one of those things you're at a party and somebody's playing it and you're like, I want to play it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Or so, you're at a party and somebody's playing it and they suck at it. Yeah. And you're like, I can play a little better than that. But. Oh, you're at a party and you're the one sucking at it. That, and somebody's that somebody like, needs to take it away. <laughs> and somebody that can actually play an acoustic. Yeah. Because, man, you can play guitar on an acoustic or you can play acoustic guitar. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is what uh, Pete, you know, Pete from uh, Chevelle does, or he used to. He used to write all his songs on acoustic. And then when you put it on electric, like, I couldn't imagine what it, what it, like for him what that was like you know what i mean to to play something and then it just explodes. well i think at that point in time there's going to be a certain point in time where you know if that if that idea will transition yeah if you're going to be like okay this is going to work kind of thing it's almost like preheating the oven speaking of preheating the oven guns and roses slash he is launching a, a new horror production company I've always been a huge horror fan, especially going back to the days of horror movies actually scared the hell out of you. Slash performed the production brand or Slasher Films. It's unclear whether the company is still in existence, but is inactive and on social media since 2014. Well, news of the ways of the first Berserker Gang project, Guns N' Roses, releasing recently announced a 2023 world tour that includes late summer, early fall North American legs. Tickets to end, uh, to the band's upcoming shows are available here on the site of consequences.net. Um, so it's kind of unclear when he's going to start, but I mean, 
Company's launched. It's good on him. Here's one. Quote, Joe Bonamassa says he regularly apologizes to Eric Johnson. Every time I see him, I'm like, I'm sorry for stealing your style. <laughs> I mean. You cannot lie about that. Uh-uh. Way to be humble, though. Yeah. To the best. Eric Johnson's such a piece. Yeah. And then, a dozer, man. And then Joe Bonamassa bites it, bites his style. Like, But Joe does it well. Those two, when they do it, it's like, oh, so good. We can, we can all, just incorporate just a little bit of that. Yeah. I mean. I was about to say, we, we're all guilty of stealing somebody. Or multiple people. Yeah. I'm, I'm like a. A Swiss Army knife of everything. The the cheap Swiss Army knife. Don't I'm a wish. I'm, a, I'm the wish Swiss Army knife. Let me let me rephrase uh, that. Here we go. Garth Brooks, Garth Brooks, it, on why he says no to Spotify and Apple, but is all in on Amazon. Garth Brooks is one of the most successful musicians of all time. He has the most diamond-certified albums ever. He's also the best-selling solo artist in history when it comes to the RIAA certifications. 2016, he signed an exclusive deal with Amazon to bring his music to streaming. Now he's elaborated on what he saw on Amazon that he didn't in other services. The fact is that Amazon is a retailer as well, so you can sign your streaming deal, but part of that streaming deal is to move these physical units so the songwriters get paid. And people could, we can talk all day that Garth went on to raise his kids. What a great blah, blah, blah. Garth did that for himself. I stick up for the songwriters because I'm freaking one of them. Everything I do for the songwriters, I do for myself. I'm the most selfish guy you ever met, okay? But if we don't take care of these songwriters, what do you guys have to play? It's just tough. So that's why I love partnering with Amazon. So more physical, it's more, so the physical comes in and nobody, nobody's doing physical anymore. So these songwriters are still doing well. And I hope that the songwriters get, want to get a Garth Brooks cut. One, because they hope that they think it would be cool. But two, right behind it closely, I hope it's because that they know if you're a Garth Brooks songwriter, you're going to get paid. So it sounds like literally Amazon is paying you up front. It's like they're actually physically paying you. So what I'm getting from this? It seems like it, or regardless, he's getting paid. But Garth Brooks is always getting paid. He says Spotify. Um, Spotify came in. Daniel Ek came in down so with me. Sweet man, I love Daniel. He gets a lot of crap. His parents were both street musicians. He's a good guy who understands music. I think he wants to help and believes 100% he's helping. Apple's a little different story. They came in with their own set of rules, and if you're already established, you have to go. You have to change to get to them. We're never going to change to fit their rules. We have to. We have respect for one another. We're just never going to work together. So we're kind of dead in that water. Then out of the blue, thank God, Amazon shows up and wants to get into the streaming business. The views they shared seem to co correlate with the views we shared. So. I think it's more of a personality thing. Yeah. 
I think it's more of how you feel like when you when you get in bed with somebody. He didn't want to get in bed with these guys. No. How much did how much did Jeff Bezos offer Garth Brooks to get into bed with him? <laughs> I would imagine it's uh You think you think Garth Brooks owns some of Amazon now? I mean, Jeff Bezos is worth what, hundred billion dollars? You think like Garth that? Brooks got a percent of Amazon? Wouldn't that be nuts? Well, it's like it seems like Garth Brooks had a percentage of Walmart because he had that exclusive Walmart deal. Yep, 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 yep. I don't know. That's reaching. That is reaching. I get it, but it's not too far reach. Whenever you can, whenever you can sell out a hundred thousand tickets in literally three minutes, you you can own a percentage of Amazon. Yeah, easy. yeah, yeah. That's for sure. That's for sure. Because I still we we talked about this before. Who could, who else could do that? And there are people that can do that, but as consistently as Garth Brooks can, it's it's unbelievable. The dude can cause earthquakes with a concert. Yeah. Nobody else is doing that. No. I mean, there are other people that have done it, but Motorhead maybe. <laughs> nobody else is doing that now. No. And if they do, they call they call it a damn riot. Man. But that makes sense, though. To, I mean, he's been getting paid since '92, so I mean, dude, I, if I if I was him, I would have told him, I'd be like, give me a percentage of Amazon. Yeah, I mean, that would be crazy. Because, of course, that probably didn't happen. Be like, we'll give you ten million dollars. Like, no, give me two million dollars, and then give me a five percent stake in the. Holy crap five <laughs> percent jesus you could build a castle on the moon i don't know if you could do that but wow anyway. believe it or not i've learned a lot from watching 50 cent in his dealings <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's crazy he, he offered somebody thirty thousand dollars and then a two percent stake in his uh in the club album and the dude was like no i want my 50 grand and he missed out on like 15 million dollars because he t- he wanted the fifty grand. Ugh, have fun with Always that. Always take thirty mil thirty thousand and a stake and in stake anything. And a, yep, <laughs> yep, and a percentage of the publishing deal for sure. All right. Moving on to some more guitar related stuff. Vox takes its Julietta model to sleek new heights with its stylishly streamlined VGA five T P S coordinate six Z dash X Y on the X Y pattern down by the equator. I mean, it's a super cool looking like jazz box guitar. That's sweet. It's cool. It's sweet. It's super cool. There's like a pearl rose and a natural. Natural. It's basically like a Gibson L5 with a cutaway and no pickup. Floating bridge, trapeze tailpiece, three on a side. Binding and inlays, F holes, big old guard on it. Has a PZO picker pickup underneath the bridge, and all of the controls for the pickup are under the guard. Well, that's kick. And it's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty killer. 
Like U.S. prices hovering at the nine fifty mark. Find out more. Visit. Find out more. Visit Vox. We were just talking about acoustic guitars. What do you think about something like this? They're intriguing. They are, aren't they? I'm not intrigued on the floating bridge aspect. But I get it. I guess it's more of the acoustic thing. It's got acoustic strings on it, too. Oh, no. We'd ha- I'm just saying, you know. It's, it's, we'd, we'd have to go to an actual guitar center. So we could, or a guitar shop because I don't want to go to a guitar center and com- and try to think that I can find a reasonable example of anything after the rousing trip that we had the last time. Well, I know the one in Nashville is unbelievable. I bet they take care of that one. Well, that one's unbelievable. And it's not like, okay, it's not like the one that's in Northwest Arkansas is horrible. It's not. It was bad enough. But it's it's... You don't want anything on the that light flickers. Okay, you don't want anything that's on the floor. <laughs> yes, <laughs> basically. Yes, 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 yes. But Vox and the Julieta, I can see this becoming a thing. Looks good, but it's you know it's weird. It's like you have two different style guitar players that absolutely love nothing but acoustic and then you have some that like both and then you have some that like none it's like what does it feel like to be that guy that when when you're just an acoustic player what oh, what do you man. look for like what is it that you look yes. for in an acoustic guitar not that's just what the name. i would love to know it's like not just the name it's like i've i've just i don't know because we being an electric guitar player we all have our quirks what is it, if you're an acoustic player, message, let us know. What is it that draws you to a certain, is it just the brand? Is it the sound? Is it the sound? What, is it traditional like arch top? Is it re- regular sound hole flat top stuff? Yeah, I'd be interested to know about that. What makes a good acoustic a good one? Right. I know that there's different bracings and woods and. <laughs> neck carves and da 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 da. I'm talking about from the player. Yeah, from the player. Exactly. Like, talk to me as an acoustic player. Like, what is, what are you looking for? For for the uneducated. Exactly. For the ignorant <laughs> over here that can rifle through acoustics like a dang pack of cigarettes. Yeah, rifle through acoustics like popsicles. Anyway. This is a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel for all you reverb sellers and anybody who's interested in, in buying and selling off reverb. I don't know how official this is, but the IRS wants you to pay tax on gear sales for over $600. I think everybody has remembered this. But reverb is trying to stop them. The online gear marketplaces join the Coalition for Fairness that seeks to exclude casual online sellers from the new tax rules on buying and selling online that previously applied to sales over twenty grand. Buying and selling of gear is an essential part of being a musician for decades now. But how many of us expect to pay tax on that third or fourth hand strat we were sold to make room for our newest purchase? The IRS agency responsible for collecting and administering taxes in the USA gets its way than buying and selling gear online 
through places such as Reverb and eBay might be about to get a lot more expensive. But through this coalition and through the things that are happening, Coalition for 1099k Fairness is the most visible expression of this. A coalition of online retailers including Reverb, Etsy, Airbnb, eBay, PayPal, StubHub has successfully lobbied for the IRS to delay this threshold until 2024. But now they're lobbying Congress to permanently change the rules and spare casual sellers the hassle and stress of adding even more unfamiliar forms to their annual tax return. Right. So, there you go. Granted, some of the stuff has gotten pushed back if you're selling stuff. You mean, hell, you make one decent guitar sale on Reverb and you're there. Yeah. Happens. You know. It's cool that it's got pushed back to 2024. It's awesome that they're thinking about this, these small-time sellers. Well, it should. You shouldn't have to. I, the 20000 okay, I get you. I, you yeah, you're, you're, makes sense. That you're a business then. Yeah. I think. But Unless you sell like one thing, fifteen hundred dollars on something that already had tax paid on it. So you, so maybe through maybe throughout a year you buy and flip and you got five thousand dollars worth of sales. That they would run your ass through the ringer. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Well, let's let's hope that this can. I think too with the small time marketplace with Etsy and Reverb and eBay and Mercari and PayPal and all that, like something's got to be done. And Cash App, Cash App was awesome. I think yeah, it even affected PayPal. It did affect PayPal because that's why we had to go to direct deposit on our checks for the business. Yeah, because I got mine through Cash App. And then, yeah, and it affected all that stuff. And then, yeah, we had to go to direct deposit, which yeah. is cool, but there's a lot of awesome stuff on Cash App that I had acquired and I had I had built a little empire being able to, to save money and put money into stocks right from Cash App, and I actually made money. And now I don't get to use it like I want to anymore. I have to... I have to well, you just need a banking app, and then you can... I mean, Change I, stuff. I, can, just, I can add money, but it's just the fact that it's it's different. Yeah, oh yeah it affected. Yeah, when this you whole can, when you can actually see a balance in your face. I don't know. Please let this happen because this whole thing is is insane. I think they just have to find a way to crack down on it. Honestly, that's why private sellers is king still. But. What, how long until they do that to Marketplace? Facebook. I think that it's already done. Is it? Yeah, like I think it's, that's why people will confirm sales through like DMs and stuff. Which I hate that they added shipping to Marketplace. I want to look for somebody that's within 20 miles, not 2,000 miles. From yeah, I don't mind looking for somebody who's, depending on what it is, a couple hours away, but that's about it far as i want to go well yeah but if you put a radius of 20 miles i want it to stay in 20, 20 miles, miles not, not somebody who wants to have me ship it to him in alaska exactly i hate that yep. yes sir yes sir guys sticking with the last bit here we talked about Lori basilio seymour duncan 
The signature pickups span Strat Tele and Humbucker tones thanks to a cunningly disguised middle single coil. In her Ibanez LB1 signature guitar, um, the pickups offer a versatile combination of Strat and Tele humbuckers, but you wouldn't see it from looking. The next single coil is Tele voiced, and the bridge humbucker is, of course, a humbucker, but the middle position has a surprise that gives there is a Strat pickup in uncovered Telecaster pickup clothing. There's more tonal ingenuity elsewhere in the construction. The single coils feature Alnico 5 magnets beneath the low strings and Alnico 4 magnets lie underneath the high strings of the of the neck. Alnico 2 is under the high strings of the middle. Jeez Louise. Alnico 2 is under the high strings of the middle. Alnico 4s lie underneath the high strings of the neck. And Alnico 5s beneath the low strings. Huh. Get ready. Seymour Duncan said they produce a balanced tone. And they give enough clarity for most clustered uh, chord voicings. Clustered chord voicings. Say that 20 times fast. Full sets, $377. $407 for a gold set. Whew. Yeah, for I mean, sure. I've I spent two hundred twenty on the Jim Rudy MG, so I thought that was expensive. Nope. I mean, it still is. Whenever, whenever a, a set of pickups costs more than three guitars, I have just acquired. Is <laughs> that's for sure? It's pretty crazy. Um, last bit of news here. I just want to. I've been doing this this last week. Feel like I want to do it this week. Buy of the week. Something I've just spotted. Sweetwater Zoom H6 all black handy recorder, three hundred bucks. These things used to be like five six hundred dollars, guys. They're indestructible. Can literally pass. Uh, can survive snowstorms. These things are insane. Just if you're wanting to start any kind of bedroom recording or any kind of podcasting. Really, podcasting is is it excels. It sells on a lot of stuff. Field recording, podcasting, and music recording. Check it out. Zoom H six, three hundred bucks, Sweetwater. You can you can if you can get them for cheaper on Reverb, jump on it. These things are tanks. That's the buy of the week. Other than that, that is it for the news. You got anything for news, Jim? I uh, just seen something actually before I came here about uh, Mr. GHS JH JHS the 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 gatekeeper of pricing of pedals. we're gonna get into that later. You, the, the, yeah, you know we're gonna talking? get okay. into that later. Okay, well then I'm glad that you, that's I'm, a I'm glad that that's a have, that's a big topic of discussion. Yeah. That is a huge topic of discussion. That guys, dude is... It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. I'm not going to say no one way or the other. I just think it's crazy. We're going to jump in to some Jim's Metal Minute, but beforehand, Jim's Metal Minute is brought to you by Greenbeard Grooming. Shout out to Greenbeard Grooming. Guys, head over to greenbeardgrooming.com. 
Check out their mustache sapling combs. Check out their sequoia beard rake, small, medium, large, and extra large. And even check out their pocket folding combs. Check out their disposable combs. Any purchase you buy gets you a tree planted in your name in the National Forest. Ryan Trump is out there doing God's work, y'all. Hit him up. GreenbeardGrooming.com. Tell him the pirates sent you. Ryan, we love you, brother. And until then, let's enjoy some Jim's Metal Minute. Jim's Metal Minute! And welcome to Jim's Metal Minute. Been an eventful weekend. It started off getting something out of the pawn shop and straight out of the pawn shop was traded for another guitar that I never in a million years thought that I would I mean, I wanted this company guitar, but I never knew that I would love this exact guitar. So I traded my Wild Audio Old and Grail Raw Top, which I loved, don't get me wrong, but it, it is the overproduced, so I mean it's it's not the one that I really wanted. I want the silver and black one, which I still do. I still want that silver and black one, but they're really hard to find. So somebody messaged me and asked me if I like BC Rich, and I said, it depends on what model it is. Because I'd like I mean, I've been looking for a, you know, a BC Rich Warlock for a long time. I just haven't found one that really has struck me. So he sends me a picture of a BC Rich bitch. If you don't know what the BC Rich bitch is, it's it's kind of hard to explain the body shape. It just think of like a ES335 that it's went a war, through, it's a it's a warlock with a knee cut out. Basically. Well, yeah, but if 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 you were to complete the circle, just think you know, just it's like somebody took a router to an ES three thirty five. It's really close. It's yeah. It's like somebody got really mad at ES three thirty five or or at ES three twenty five. But if you're familiar with a warlock, it's basically like the bottom, you know, the treble bout, just kind of got to take a bite out of it. Yeah, but. So I traded over. It took me, I sent Josh something, you know, about it. And he kind of was probably thinking what I was thinking. Like, what are you doing, dude? Well, it is a BC Rich exotic classic, which I didn't realize is kind of a rare bird. They did. Yeah, they definitely didn't make them for a little while. They didn't make it. For, but it's, it's as far as go try to find one for sale. Good luck. You, you, there's only one that was active for sale, and it was for eight ninety nine. And it's not about the price, because one sold for eight hundred bucks. So I'm not worried about the 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 resale. It's just, I, it's it's. I never thought that I would fall in love with a guitar this quickly after just getting all those Ibanezes and all the trials and tribulations I went through and the heartache of what company I wanted to try to get back into. And then this thing gets plopped in my lap, and now I'm like, shit. <laughs> but it's absolutely beautiful. I absolutely love it. So this is this is where it begins on Jim's Metal Minute. It's BC Rich Mania, people. BC Rich Mania. Bitch Mania. And it's not just the bitch mania. <laughs> it's it's is it warlock time? Do I finally just do I do so I do the mockingbird time? 
The only thing about the mockingbird is I play one. I don't like that horn. It hits right on my chest hole and it hurts. I don't chest have, hole. I don't have. I don't have boobies, people. I have. <laughs> I have a little dip in my chest that it was a, a little birth defect, and the mockingbird just kind of hits it in the wrong, wrong area. <laughs> wrong area. And it, it hurts, but. I didn't think, I mean, this guitar is not as big as we both thought. Yeah, that's true. It fit in my normal soft case, which I was completely shocked about, but it fit perfectly. Yeah, yeah. But uh, BC Rich, um, I know the new stuff doesn't have a lot of reviews that are too, too. I mean, people still love BC Rich, you know, especially the bitches and the mockingbirds. But uh, is anybody else out there, have you ever played a BC Rich? I've played a couple in passing. Nothing like, nothing like, oh my God, I've played it and had it for a while. No. But it's like, you know what I, I was thinking? What is my first electric guitar that i bought and i always say it's my ibanez then i'm like wait a minute my grandma bought me a telluride which is the hastings brand guitar the first guitar i ever bought was a bc rich orlock bronze yeah i remember that i bought that thing from a musician's friend catalog that got shipped to the house in a in a big thing of receipts and uh it was literally, it was five bucks a month, and I don't think I ever paid Oh, it. my God. Just like that. Just like, think about back in the day, you used to be able to buy CDs online. Yeah. Nobody paid those things off. No. Ever. Nobody you paid, you ever You literally did. paid five cents. It cost five cents that they would ship you. Yeah, like and then they'd ship CDs. you one, and then it would be like $90. Yeah. And you'd be like, holy shit. But, uh, man... I am I'm 100% in a loss for words of what to do with my life now because I was fully on the Ibanez. We just had this huge talk last week about Ibanez and about how great the cheaper guitars are. And now I'm like, I don't know what's left, what's right, what's up, what's down. I'm in love. I'm in love with a girl, and she's a bitch. I am absolutely in love with this guitar. Uh, the Rockfield pickups, they're good. They're okay. They're not what I want. So this is where Jim's Metal Minute comes to. A screeching halt. What pickups? Oh, okay. Do I put in this BC? They are they are cream and blacks. Do I stick with cream and blacks, or do I go completely off the rails? I don't want to do chrome or brushed. You nickel. never do chrome. I mean, I would in if 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 it comes with Chrome, I would put Chrome, you know, but that'll be for a different day. But uh, I'm BC Rich, man. Shout out to you on this guitar because it is. Josh can contest. It's there, there's literally it, there's nothing. Yeah, it's perfect. It's a very it's it's for what for a BC Rich. Not saying that in a bad way, but it's very nice. Like solid, it rings. It's very loud. Like, and it's not heavy. No, no, it's not super balls ass heavy. 
But uh, so, what pickups should I put this in? Message, message us. Yeah, let, message. Us, let us know let what, us know. what pickups you guys are into. And it's metal because this is Jim's Metal Minute, so we're talking metal pickups. We're not going to do a you know the slash setup is nice, but we it's want not, brutal. It's not there. We want brutal. Yeah, you need something that's a little more brutal. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but Jim's Metal Minute. Shout out to BC Rich on completely throwing me a curveball and hit me right in the face. Hit you right in the face. Speaking of hitting in the face, when you get gassy for stuff, you can get kind of gassy. So welcome to Gear Acquisition Syndrome, guys. Brought to you by Analog Pedals. We talked about Analog Pedals at the beginning of the show. Shout out to Jeff. Shout out to Kurt Robertson. Congratulations on the fuzz pedal release. Head over to analogpedals.com and buy his pedals today it's some of the best american boutique stuff you can buy for pennies on the dollar shout out to analog pedals we love you guys here is gear acquisition syndrome where we talk about the gassy stuff that gets us a little itchy charvel prasant aswani not exactly sure, but it's a session pro. He's a session pro who does uh, stuff with uh, Christina Milian, Justin Timberlake, just to name a few. Clang, clang. They've made him a signature guitar. Dual humbucker, two-point tremolo, very strat-looking. One volume, one tone, 22 frets. Has the wheel of doom on the bottom to adjust the truss rod. I mean, that looks good. Looks great. Thirteen ninety nine. SoCal style one PA twenty eight is the coordinates where this is located. I mean, that is what the guitar is called. Can they just start calling this damn thing like ham and cheese or something, please? <laughs> like SoCal Pro Mod SoCal style one PA two. Like, don't forget the San Dimas. I mean, get, can we can we please? Like Silver Sky. Like it may not be everybody's favorite, but at least you know what the hell's going on. Yeah. Like, son of a bitch. The thing that's cool, though, about the Charvel is it's like Fender can, it's like everything everybody wants them to do to Fender guitars, they're like, we'll Charvel. just buy Charvel and do that. Do that, yeah. That and, way, and they, people forget that they, they own. They don't them. have to taint Fender and in I, that way. And it's like nobody really thinks about that. But if you, if you go look at the Charvels, you're like, man, this is everything that you want in a Fender. They just can put it into this company. I mean, that's pretty sweet. It is. One thing I seen here was browsing used gear, Chicago Music Exchange, EVH Stripe Series, Frankie in red, white, and black, relic of 2021. How much do you think one of these costs? And it's relic? Yeah. 55 1595 Oh, wow. $1,500. We're looking at a used relic. EVH guitar. For a relic? It's like a Fender Road Worn thing. 
You know what I mean? Let's see here. I mean, it's cool. It looks the part. See, that's why I don't look at these guitars because I want one. The I do too. So bad. I would. I would have one of these. Been it, it. I don't like signature guitars a whole ton, especially ones that you know you know what it is when you look at it. And when I look at that thing, I'm like, holy crap! Right. Like I'd play the piss out of that. And it's like I just got done talking to Josh about this. I'm tired of like I always would get want signature guitars and it's like i'm tired of being in somebody else's shoes let me start let me let me start walking my own path yeah and it took me till i'm 37 to i mean i've always kind of been like that i wanted my own stuff but i always would look at other people's signatures guitars and be like that's what i want there's part of it yeah like i don't know i just think it's cool it's iconic as hell i've always wanted to play one I want the black. The white one's awesome. It's like I want all three of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. The black and yellow one, of course. From Van Halen 2. I mean, there's so... But the iconic, the red, the red, black, and white one is... Man. The OG Frankenstein. That paint job. Just something about it, man. It's iconic as hell. It's cool. It's relic the neck is dirty as hell. And the D-Tuna. It's awesome. Yeah, it's got the D-Tuna, the Floyd, his pickups. And his Floyd is different than your normal Floyd. It stays in tune better than most of your Floyds. Instead of going up, you I don't think he can go pull back on it. I think he can only do yeah. like 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 strat stuff. Strat stuff. But it's like Strat stuff on steroids because you can really dump it. <laughs> you can dump it. All right, guys. That's it for gear acquisition syndrome. Couple of quickies. Nothing crazy. Guys, main tip of the week. Been getting really frustrated with some things. You know? Sometimes things happen and get really pissed off. And I've and I'd get so upset and I'd get myself so worked up. And then I started trying to keep myself in the now. And that's my tip is to keep yourself in the now. Like try not to worry if it's gonna happen or what's happening or whatever. If you can keep yourself in the now, I think you can alleviate some some of the stress. Oh, yeah. So that's my main tip of the week. Stay in the now. Stay in the moment. Stay in the present. Don't live in the past or try to predict the future. If you stay in the now, you can protect what's in between your ears from that dreaded anxiety. Because everybody has to deal with it. Mean tip of the week. Shout out to MeanBeard. MeanBeard.com. Promo code GPP15 at checkout. Save yourself some dollars. The whips. the, uh, The oils. The combs. Everything they've got there, it's is brutally brutal, and it will make your face for us legendary. Head over to meanbeer.com. GPP15 to check out and tell them the Pirates sent you. Main event time. I was going to say, shout out to our beard father for that crazy video. Yeah, the video. 
<laughs> the video where he's walking around with a shopping cart like a damn handbag. And then picks up a rick of wood <laughs> like it's a toothpicks. <laughs> like it's a box of matches. Guys, we seen this earlier. It has happened. It's went down. Digitech, Josh Scott, JHS. He basically got the bad monkey to sound just like a clone. And everybody is up in arms about this pedal again. I think people seem to forget the Phil X used it way back in the Fred at Americana days. And that's all he used. And he sounded great. $59 bad monkey overdrives um, skyrockets to 650 on reverb after Josh Scott shows how indistinguishable it sounds from a Klon Centaur. I, I, okay, okay, okay. That's not Josh's fault. No, but it's like... That's not his fault. None it, of that is his fault. It's none of it's his fault. I'm not saying that it's his fault, but every single time he does this... It, people go nuts. It, and he's not... The, he's 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 the gatekeeper of secrets, not the prices, but the prices are completely... And it's what somebody will pay. We've seen that with that boss pedal. That's 15 grand. Yeah. I watched the video. It's he's really close. I mean, he does a good job with it. It's insane to think about this. This bad monkey's been around. It's 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 nothing. They're they're just little Digitech stop boxes. And who is You know how we stop this people stop buying stuff marked up. We've been we've been saying this till we're blue in the face. Those uh those uh Adam Jones Epiphones, they were what, eleven ninety nine? Yeah, something like that. I seen one for eighteen ninety nine yesterday. Like, come on, man. Oh my god, dude. Yeah. Digitech bad monkey. I've got it written a reverb. First one, 300, 350, 500, 200, 650, 185, 450, 171, 289, 600, 350, 225, 299, 193, 99. You know, I could get the 99, the 185. I mean, that's reasonable. More reasonable than 650. It's, it's, dude, I'm. It's, I'm blown away. I'm trying to find where I can put it to where sold listings. Not too long ago, they were sold for 30 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Goodness gracious. So, I mean, in there, a lot of the ones that are saying sold, they're like 89, 60, 75, 65. There's one here that sold for 140. Oh, boy. 150, 149, 139, 167. These are all sold. 150, lots of 160. One sold for 249. It used. And that all started, 
you can see it because then it goes from like 140 then it goes from a brand new one basically to 72 bucks because it still had the box and then it's 50 50 60 60 85 60 70 and then it gets to a part where it's like 150 200 you know the market hasn't completely caved yet the highest one so far is 167.96 no, the two hundred fifty. So there you to go. Say, I wonder the two hundred fifty one. I wonder how that. Whoever paid two fifty, what were you? Whoever paid doing? over a hundred and fifty for this pedal. I mean, you are. I get Josh Scott is is he's amazing. Dude's a genius, but come on, guys. This isn't Josh's fault. This is no, no. He he found a pedal and he compared it to the Klon and he's like, "Look, guys," and then now people are just, "Oh, it's a Klon, Klon!" Like, come on. And his thought process is probably, you don't have to spend twenty thousand dollars. Exactly. That's what he's trying. Fifty nine dollars. That's what he's trying to say. Like, you can buy these cheaper pedals and they're just as good. And we've said this before. He's he's the gatekeeper of knowledge, not the prices. Yes, he's the gatekeeper of knowledge. But his knowledge affects the prices. <laughs> and he admits that too. He's I've seen some of his shows where he admits that. And I guarantee you, there'll be something that comes. He'll he's got to put out a response to this. Which I think he I think he put something where it will. He's like prices will go down when nobody buys it for six fifty. They'll go. You you have to. You have to go back down. I mean, if you if the market stays around one fifty, cool. Six fifty, bro. <laughs> I want I want to talk to that dude. That's like six fifty. Six fifty. Like, what was your thought process in this, dude? Mer- Meridianville, Alabama, Studio BMP. It's like people that have the dime tax stuff. It's the original bad monkey in perfect working condition no longer made. That's all it says. So, did you see how many are for sale, bro? Dude. Six fifty only applies if there's only like six or seven in existence. And it's mythical. There's no mythicalness to a bad monkey. Think about the people that don't that aren't as privy to like what things are being sold for that just have one sitting on a shelf somewhere. That's dusty. It's crazy, dude. And there's thousands of us like that. It's crazy. I seen somebody try on mountain home yard sale. I was about to, I was going to talk to you about this because with this whole situation, it's a DS one DS one black label, still cheap. 60 bucks. Something like that, brand new. Okay, he's asking for a hundred. Oh no! Go get one brand new or cheaper. The DS, the DS one Wazacraft is one fifty nine. I'd rather buy that one. Exactly. I'm not gonna buy your used Voss. I'm not gonna buy DS, your used doorstop for a hundred dollars. I mean. It it's the DS one's probably the most. Is that the most iconic? That is the tube screamer. It's yeah. It's one of the two. Well, the Klon is probably the. It's the, the modern day. I would say modern day, but no DS one 
or you know what you were saying. But this thing right here, like, what is, dude? What what is people's thought process like? This is just people trying to take advantage of people getting gas. This is gassy. This is what true gassy is. And it's like, I guess if you have the money to spend and six fifty doesn't hurt your bank account. And you're like, I'm looking for that clown tone without spending clown money. There's so many other pedals that are closer than that, though. Like, go get a Tumnus, a Wampler Tumnus. Yeah, Sierra is a Tone clown clone. Sierra Tone Centura are replicas. Uh, they're not clones. They're like replicas of the circuit boards, pedal housings, everything. Like, and it may be my ignorance. They're three hundred dollars too. So, and it, but it's like it may be just my ignorance because. I, I'm I'm big on over, overdrives and stuff, but I don't see what's so special about the Klon. I know the circuitry is it's it's whimsical and it's just it, got some bull. It, it's really cool distortion circuit when you turn it up, but any other than that, I don't really like it. I wish it had a little bit more balls to it, and then it would be pretty cool. There is a weird charge pump style circuit in there that it it, it the circuit is cool. If you get into it, but it barely be, it, it's hard to beat a just a traditional hard clipping distortion pedal. So let's get into this before we check out here. Digitech Bad Monkey goes from a swathing $60, $70 to a mouth numbing 650 but that's just one. Like, really, the average, to be honest with you guys, is anywhere from 200, I'd say like high hundreds, 170, 175, to like 350. There's another one for six. There's one for 650. There's one for five. Rest of them are sitting at 300, 350, 200, 170, 289, 185. The 185 is in two other carts right now. Is that not insane? Look how many are for sale. That dude, other dude that's got that one for 185, <laughs> I guarantee you both those dudes are obviously willing to pay $200 plus for that thing. Easy. Not me. No. Not me. <laughs> Digitech, are you listening? The DOD 250 just come out. If you don't fucking reissue a goddamn bad monkey, you're stupid. Yeah. Your market is now, buddy. Your market is now. It is right now. You better have those little green boxes on the damn line right now. And sell them for 99 bucks. So everybody that bought one for 300 you just feel stupid. Or, Or if you make it, like, really classy and really, you know, badass. Sell it for one forty nine, but make it badass like a Waza style DOD thing. And I keep forgetting who was it that bought. Did you, we've we've been over this like thirty times, and I, we always forget who somebody bought out Digitech. And it's Tom Cram's running it now. We talked about with the DOD two fifty preamp pedal. Yeah, I don't remember who. It's like Koi something. I can't remember the name of the company, but. <laughs> Honestly, shout out to Josh God for being able to make such a ruckus in the guitar world. <laughs> I think it's funny. It's like, it sucks, but it's funny at the same time. I mean, what can you do? Now, it's like 
if I, if he comes out and he says the DS one, like you can get this, and people start selling them for two hundred, am I going to sell mine for two hundred? No, <laughs> because I know what it's worth. Dude, it's mind blowing this bad monkey thing. I'm going to keep watching it. We'll talk about it next week. Dirty laundry. See what's sold between now and then. But see, what I want to know is this, is this this Digitech pedal. It's like, I know my boss DS1 came in a plastic case, a plastic, like what you would get headphones in is what my DS1 came in. Does this thing that being at 59 bucks, I'm sure it came in a box, but. I want to. I just like to see the boxes because that pretty much tells you, like, the, yeah. like what the packaging looks like, and I'm just I'm always curious about that because I know that it's just it's just cardboard or whatever. But to me, it kind of I I kind of dig. I like to keep the boxes just as much as I like to keep the pedal. You know. Yeah, for sure. Certain ones I'm. Eh. Here's here's a picture of the box. It's very basic. Yep. It's very basic. It's what a $69 pedal should be. And that's what these things are. Not 600 bucks. But, guys, how do you guys feel about this crazy, you know, craziness, crazy power that Josh Scott holds? And now he can command the pedal market with one whimsical swipe of a potentiometer. I don't know. I, I do not hate on Josh Scott. I think he makes great pedals. I love JHS pedals. I have one that needs fixed. Because I was careless within a gear bag. But regardless, it's crazy. I think um, people need to check themselves before they wreck themselves. Yeah. And they wreck their their bank accounts because this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. It was like that uh, boss pedal going up to like $1,200. Yeah. When we all knew it was worth double what it was being limited edition and everything like that and a super sweet collab it wasn't worth twelve hundred dollars six six fifty okay and we called it as soon as he as soon as his was pre-ordered and as soon as he got it we called it i bet you this will be over a thousand bucks tomorrow and what the hell literally the the day or the next day we're like twelve hundred dollars yeah yep. and it didn't they and of course they're not that now but I'm not getting rid of it. Regardless, let us know how you feel about this. Let us know what you feel about how, not necessarily Josh Scott, but guitar influencers maybe putting their stamp of approval on a pedal or doing something, and then all of a sudden the third party just goes crazy. Yeah. How do you guys feel about this? Let us know what you think. Guys, thank you for tuning in. This is episode 97? 97. 97, guys. We've got... I'm trying to cook up something for episode 100. If you guys are listening, tell us what you want to do. If you want to do a Zoom hangout or do a live, let us know. This is Guitar Pirates Podcast, episode 97, coming from the foothills of the Ozark Mountains. If you happen to learn anything on this show, it was definitely by accident. Y'all, big, small, one and all, we've got it for you here on the show. This is Guitar Pirates Podcast. Guys, I've been your host, Josh Jones. I've been your co-host, Jim Steger. Guys, little birdie said we might have a new logo soon. Keep um crossed later see ya